Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn. I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen. I had a branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hey. Should we do some trials and triumphs? You know, I like that. Absolutely. Jackie, we got you. We got your back, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie emailed us and said, you better not not do trials and triumphs. <laughs> I love that somebody out there enjoys our complaining. I offered do. to email her every day my trials and triumphs. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, Poor Jackie. Girls, she, Jackie's going to write you and be like, please stop emailing. Yeah. She'll, just, she'll just block me. It's okay. She will. I'm used point, to that. Yeah. Yeah. You go first. You never go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, my trial this week was, Do you? I'm sure everyone deals with this. We had a little hornet's nest right outside our back door, of course, that, like, Ooh, at first it those. doesn't seem like it. You know, it's hanging, and you're like, it's not a big deal, and then it gets worse and worse. And then we sprayed it, but we didn't, like, bring it down, and they've come back now. Why didn't you take it down? Because you were busy. David didn't take it down. <laughs> Let's be real. This is not a me issue. Right. This is a husband issue. Um, so don't worry. It sounds like we're going to repeat it. So that was my... <laughs> don't worry. My trial is me, like, running in and out of my door. And, of course, like, the kids' little, like, water tables are, like, right there, too. So we had to, like, relocate for a while. <laughs> What's a water table? It is all the rage. It's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. A it's, table that has water in it? It's a table uh-huh. that holds water so the kids can just splash and throw toys in it. And you could put sand in it. At, Did you build it or you buy it? Buy it. Okay. It's a piece of, like, Plastic. primary colored Fisher Price. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you could absolutely build one, but if you build a beautiful one, they will not use it. That is how it works. <laughs> also, how heard. would you build one? Because it, how would? It, but well, that's not going to hold water. I'd put something adorable in the middle. Yeah, tin, okay. zinc. Oh, okay, tile it. This is why you're a product designer, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could build one, but also. I didn't. This one was gifted to my son. So anyway, we've been, I was like, please, I don't need him stone. Do birds come to it? Do you empty it every time? I have a lot of questions about the water Um, table. (laughs) I do empty it every time because the dog drinks out of there as well Uh and the kid plays in it and we'll drink it as well. And you get mosquitoes. Yeah. And you get mosquitoes. And we Mm -hmm. do have really bad mosquitoes. So there is no way. So most of the time I empty it. On a rare occasion, it stays overnight, but then I swear that's when the kid decides he wants to drink half of it is when it's been sitting there for two days because he's smart. Sounds like a fun toy. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> they do. I think every kid, your kid has one. No, she doesn't, but she's played in one before and they are fun. Yeah. I feel like most kids, I don't know. Anyway. It's the thing. It's a thing. Okay. Um, okay. But my triumph, guys, is pretty fun because Dave and I just took a long weekend and went to just the Bahamas, nothing like fancy um but we while we were there was the launch of target's 20th anniversary <gasps> of the designers i, I was oh, in london when that happened i got online at like five in the morning you so did? i could buy stuff i completely missed this oh caroline <laughs> okay so karen's karen's then obviously already down my trail of things mm-hmm. so we're sitting there saturday morning again we are have a weekend away and you know deter- you know get away from the world and david says it to me and i'm like hmm 
we have to go. So I go back up to the hotel room, literally from the pool, to like see what's online. To shop it up. I specifically wanted um, to see what John Darian had. Because mm-hmm. I really like John Darian. P.S. They had everything on there beforehand. They did? That you could look at. Well, see, you know me. I was just, I thought I had to wait in anticipation. <laughs> but you, ro- you ruined the surprise and knew what you were purchasing. So anyway, I, None of it was available online, at least of his stuff. And I could see what stores it was in because Target, you know, allows that. And so I'm literally, like, texting family members, friends, like, your store has this. Will you go to this one? And because I have a big family and they all like to shop, it was not an issue. <laughs> Instead, I had I got too many of everything. And even my mother-in-law, like, found some and, like, brought them. And What'd you get? Mm-hmm. Um, so, John, I... I got it all. I (laughs) I have the entire collection. (laughs) I own all of it if you need it. Anything that was in Atlanta. No, um, I got, I really wanted, he had melamine plates that were smaller, like salad size, that were apple. They were illustrations. Apple. Oh, okay. They were drawings of apples. Yes. And I thought they'd be great for fall and for Thanksgiving to layer on top of your china, even to like, anyway, so I really wanted, and the kid could eat off of it, I figured, because it's melamine. So I really wanted those. So I got those. I got his trash can and his tray. My, the trash can matches my guest bathroom perfectly. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the tray, I actually got two because why not? Well, somebody, a friend got it for me very sweetly, and then my family got it for me very sweetly. So now I have two. Perfect. And the best part is my husband goes, well, we do use a lot of trays, so that's okay that you have two. Thanks, honey. <gasps> I t- David said that. Aren't you proud of him? <laughs> so I was like, thank you. Um, that was mostly it. And then I got, yeah. So it was just the, the melamine plates and the trash can and the tray. They were all melamine, like very... So so for people who don't know John Darian, mm-hmm. he is a designer. He did a lot of reverse decoupage, which our next guest actually talks about that she did, and that's how she got her foot kind of in the door to a lot of designers. She does these reverse decoupage lamps. But if you look up John Darian, um, he takes beautiful old prints or all kinds of stuff and glues it onto the back of glass, uh, and you see the design through it. So he does. he's done two of these things for Target, maybe more, I think, mm-hmm. just two. Um, so it gives you the look of that decoupage, but it's all on melamine, so it's durable mm-hmm. plastic. Yeah. And he has a beautiful online store. You all can easily shop him. He's just – he is usually higher end. To buy one of his, like, smaller trays is usually, Expensive. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's nice that he did this line for um, Target because it has that same feel of his, his usual stuff, but um, – much nicer on the wallet. And I just loved that it was all, I can, you know, put it in front of the kid too. So that was my Aww. triumph. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, friends and family, for helping me shop from you the know, box. When that's one thing I've never done. I don't ever mix melamine with ceramic. Do y'all do that a lot? I have a few of his trays that I bought the first time around mm-hmm. when y'all were in grade school. And <laughs> um, I use them for cheeses, charcuterie platters, things like that, just because I really like the look of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I do think the decoupage look is a, is a certain vibe. Well, I mean, I mix them with other things. Well, I mean, mixing melamine plates with ceramic plates. I don't on the have same any place. melamine plates. Are do you want you, me to take a photo of it and see but how it are you going to put your it? melamine plates with regular plates or are you putting them with other melamine? Because I don't know. I was going to put them with regular plates uh-huh. because the um, – I just think the design of them will work well. Melamine no. is plastic, people. Yeah. We're saying right. plastic plates. Yeah. <laughs> in case well, you don't know. <laughs> I don't have anything against it. It's just never – I you always think, just think melamine of it in a outdoor uh-huh. and I think 
ceramic indoor, which I don't have melamine, so I use my ceramic outdoor. So, but I just Caroline, break the rules. Break the rules. I know. Why are you so stuck I know. over there? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Or if you think it's, I'll take a photo. And if I don't it's think gross, it's gross. It's I just you can think it's gross. Haven't <laughs> thought about it. You got to stretch right. your mind. You got to just you. You got to reuse stuff to There's make it work. Something... You own it. <laughs> There's something about the the. The the weight and the material sitting next to each other that seems strange to me, but that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you pick up, like it's when you pick up a melamine and it looks so but real, and then it's super light. And you're like, whoa! And you like fling it in the air. No, I do agree with that. But that's what the perfect, the great part about melamine is that's they true. look so beautiful these days. Do. You don't know until you pick it up hand wise. Right. So like a lot of them, and I know they make a lot of heavy ones now too. These are not these. You would pick it up and be like, oh, this is not. But you won't know visually. Right. You'll sit at my table and be like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a second. You gave me a plastic plate. <laughs> <laughs> those were good. Yeah, those are good ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, who wants to go well next? Done. Do you want to go? Sure. I mean, okay. what else? Okay. So I'm a trial. My son's apartment burned down. The end. <gasps> <laughs> what? In New York? <clears throat> it didn't burn down. Burn. Well, it didn't burn. <laughs> it catch on fire? Caught on fire. Well, it is, it is my son who lives in New York. He's 25, and he lives in sort of a little building that has four apartments in it. So he's on the fourth floor. And Did he jump? He They have a fire escape. Okay. So they went out the fire escape. It was 6 in the morning, like woke him up. But the fire alarms in their room, their apartment didn't go off. <gasps> Only the fire alarms in the hall were going off. So one of the roommates smelled smoke. That woke her up, woke him up. He woke their other roommate right up, and they went out the fire escape. But then they couldn't they, – they went down the fire escape into the back lawn, and they couldn't get out because the lawn wall was had barbed wire all around it. So then they were stuck between this burning building and barbed wire. It was very dramatic for him. Anyway. That is so scary. Everyone was fine. Everything's fine. His apartment didn't burn, just smoke stuff. Luckily, he had renter's insurance, and they came in and took out every soft item in the whole place and cleaned it. All of his clothes, all of the drapery, all the upholstery, everything. So that's nice. But he did move. He was so freaked out that he had to move. So he just moved a couple blocks away. Does he still have the same roommates? Or did they one stay? One of them. No. One moved with him, and the other one moved somewhere else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? That's oh traumatic. Gosh, that is super traumatic. Yeah. Aww. I know. Poor guy. Oh. I know. And it, and to, like, again, I know they come and get your stuff and clean it, but it's another thing. It's just another Oof. another thing. Yeah, he lived alone in a hotel and things while it was all gone. And he has no. a cat. <laughs> no. <laughs> a cat. A cat. Okay. Triumph. This is going to be a multi-part triumph because, as you know, I'm sort of redoing my living room. Sort of. I'm keeping many things, but I got a new sofa, which arrived. And, and you love it? I love it. So um, I have all my chairs are out getting recovered. So I'll talk about them at a later date when it all comes together. We'll do some photos. But I got my new sofa and I bought it months ago when it was double rewards. If you have a Ballard Designs credit card, because I like my rewards. Um, So it's beautiful and it is white. Sombrella, PK salt. So it has this sort of PK texture um, Mm -hmm. and just white white. What does PK texture mean? Um, It's like, it's not nubby. It's sort of like a loose linen almost. Do you remember that like, do you remember that, hmm, I feel like Lily Pulitzer 
would kind of use this material. It's not an eyelet, but it it's it's I mean it's a white, but it has a little divot in it, wouldn't you say? No. That's what I think of as PK. I don't think it has a divot. But because it's pretty smooth. It's a texture. It's pretty smooth. But it has but a slight texture. Not, yes. Okay. It has a slight texture. It's great. I love it. And it's so comfortable. It has a bench uh, cushion, which means it just has one cushion mm, along the bottom like so a bench good. instead mm-hmm. of two or three cushions like most of us have, which I love. I think it looks very refined. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sort of waiting on my other pieces to come because I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing in there. But the other thing that I got, which I cannot live without now and everyone needs to get one, at the same time, was a little martini table. And a a martini table is just a tiny table that's maybe six inches around. It's one drink. And it fits your martini. I bought our version. I have a couple, actually, of ours. But the one that I got to go in this room is called the Vesper. It's just white marble on top, and it has black iron base. Uh, Taryn, I think, designed it. So she's sitting over here. I'm smiling. I'm glad you Mm -hmm. like it. Well, oh, you guys, no, I love it. But (laughs) what I want to say is... You don't realize how much you need one of these until you have one of these. I have one in my family room where I sit and watch television with Joe every evening. And then I have one out here in my living room where I sit like in the mornings and have my coffee and read the paper or whatever. Mm -hmm. The coffee table's fine. It's there. It's close enough. But when you're leaning back, Mm -hmm. sitting, reading something or watching TV or whatever, you don't want to have to – is this so lazy of me? You don't want to have to make that movement forward (laughs) to pick up your glass. Yes. So having this right there, you can nestle it right next to your leg. Your coffee is right there. It's, I don't know, y'all, it's life-changing. And they're light, so you can move it wherever. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love it. Highly recommend it. Everybody needs one. Go get it. The end. Karen's a walking commercial. I have a (laughs) testimonial for the Vesper table, and I think I have a Nadia. We have Mm -hmm. quite a few. Yeah. They Um, are handy. I have the Miles Red one. And yes, we... You move it all around. It's very handy. Because mm-hmm. I also like to lay down on my sofa, like, not with my foot on the ottoman, but you know what I mean? I lay, Your feet are on the sofa. Yes. Okay. Like, my whole body is on the sofa. Uh-huh. And in that case, I want to have an ottoman, not a coffee table. So I can't put my drink on the side table behind me. Mm-hmm. So I just will move my little table. Yeah. There, and it's right there. It's Done. Great. Very handy. Mm-hmm. Love it. And it can hold a piece of chocolate and a glass of wine, just so you know. If you <laughs> want a piece of Dove well. chocolate, yeah, it's perfectly sized. <laughs> you also, yeah, this is, Baylor would also love that. Well, he's not allowed over to my house. He's <laughs> <laughs> not, very much not. Okay, so my turn. Um, Here's my trial. You know, I painted my kitchen. It looks so pretty. Did a, did a little zhuzh to it. It was looking great. Um, last last week we had a little moment. The door, so we have a hidden trash can where it's behind a cabinet door. Um, the I guess rolling sort of mechanism, me- mechanism, uh-huh. it's broken. It broke to where the the wheel kind of kept coming off of the track basically, and so every time you open it, it like falls over, and the whole like cabinet falls over. So that's fun. It's <laughs> we have to essentially order a whole new like the track, track system. Yeah, track system. I mean it's just from Home Depot. But that that and a handle broke off of my cabinet door. How does that happen? The actual handle screw. Broke? No, the handle was fine. The actual screw, so the screw goes through the door and 
and it's like a one and a half inch screw. So it's a big screw and it screws into the actual yeah. pull itself because it's not a knob. It's a pull. Broken half. Man, y'all are aggressive pullers. Right? So oh, wait no, a minute. Anyways, is it, your is brand it, new kitchen is like, is it a I drawer know. pull? It, yes, it's a drawer pull. Is it one that maybe your daughter is holding on to? There you go. Kids break everything. I told you. I warned you. <laughs> you did warn us. So you warned was, us. Oh. So there was one you day. You take that out of her college fund. Yeah. That 59 cents, little lady. <laughs> This is on you. <laughs> Anyways, but Aww. it was, there were a few days last week. So we've ordered a new thing for the trash can. Haven't installed it, but that's on its way. The cabinet pull is fixed. But for a little while, I was feeling so, oh, <sighs> we barely got the thing painted and put back together and it's already breaking again. What's happening? <laughs> Not cool. But um, no, it's fine. Well, hopefully this will be a triumph down the road that we've gotten the new trash I hope. Pulley thing installed and it's all functioning perfectly. But that was my challenge. And then, y'all, I'm trying to think of a triumph, and I just don't have anything. You don't have to. You don't have to make one up. You don't have to force. Just being here really with us. Is really I have a, a lot of things in the works, but okay. nothing that has fully realized itself yet. Mm-hmm. I'm Stay tuned. Getting then. a big dresser built. I have to get blinds for my bedroom because our neighbors can see us changing. So that's cool. That's um, <laughs> all <laughs> sorts of good things. <laughs> all right. We have to get dressed in the dark. That sounds like a triumph for your neighbors. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of things happening, but nothing that I can really report back on all yet right. because it's all slow. You keep us posted. Slow moving. <clears throat> okay, let's get to our guest. My pal, Jenny. Yeah. Let's do it. Today we have Betsy Mosby. We are thrilled to have you. You're an interior designer in Jackson, Mississippi, and you are here in Atlanta, so we caught you on your (laughs) trip. Thank you so much for having me. What are you doing here? I have a new client project here, so I came to kind of check that out and um, do site measurements and things like that in the 90 degree heat today. um, (laughs) Oh my gosh, is it a brand new build too? It is a renovation, yeah. So a residential renovation? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, very yeah, fun. Very fun. Well, I've been following you, I think, on Instagram for years, and you just have very classic taste, but you have a little modern thrown into every space. Yes. It might you. be an unusual, you know, coffee table or like an unusual line to a chair or something, some abstract art, but it's kind of traditional with a twist, I would say. Well, how would you describe your style? Yes, definitely. I think that's probably a good um, description. I feel like I typically trend towards more traditional upholstery styles, and um, I love antiques and kind of the main pieces to be something that won't go out of style. I don't typically trend towards anything that's trendy mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or, and, um, or popular, I guess would be maybe be a better word. But um, when it comes to which textiles we use, and especially art, we, we try to have a little bit more of a contemporary lean so that it feels current and relevant and not um, like something that hasn't been touched in 40 years. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what we aim for anyway. Well, I think you pull it off. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, tell us how you started and why you got into this wonderful business. So I have an extremely unconventional path to design. I um, 
was actually a CPA. Um, I studied accounting in college, um, <laughs> which is kind of an odd um, background. But I went to Ole Miss, and there was no design program. I actually initially was looking at other colleges and looking at design programs, but I landed at Ole Miss. My whole family had kind of gone there. And <laughs> so that's where I ended up. And they have um, just a great accounting program, which is um, I wanted a great business background. And so that's how I ended up there. And I graduated with a master's of tax in 2008. And so it was kind of Tax? Um, mm. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I know. boring. Doesn't that sound awful? <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know, actually did um, audit, though, which is uh-huh. a little bit, you know, it's not Ooh, quite so. Investigative least, reporting. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really that at the level that I was um, that I was working on, but um, <laughs> it it's a little bit more, you know, interact. You talk to people a okay. little bit more. Okay, so you're not just sitting at a yeah, desk. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you still are for lots of hours, but it's not as bad maybe as a tax account it would be. I don't really know what that's like. But um, so it was 2008 when I graduated college, and it was obviously no. – um, bad um, market. And so the great thing about accounting is that if you, um, in college, you do an internship. And so you basically, when you're a junior in college, have a, a job for after. So after I got my master's, I moved to Memphis and worked there um, and got my CPA. And um, two, three years in, I said, I just don't want to do this anymore. And um, quit. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't quite that. Um, yeah, it wasn't quite that clear cut, but I, you know, obviously had feelers out, but I'd always wanted to do design and um, had interned a couple of summers. I lived at the beach in college and worked for a designer and um, just ended up doing, working for a commercial construction company and doing um, budgeting for them. And that's kind of how it started. So I would budget for the projects and then go and kind of pick the building materials and it just kind of I took classes in CAD and space planning and things like that and then I ended up um, working under a couple of really talented designers which really um, was probably the best training that there is I mean yeah definitely don't discount that a, a degree would have been helpful but I really think my accounting background prepared me for owning a business better than anything could have um, I'm sure so yeah, much that- of it is not design you know it's right it's paperwork and um logistics logistics you know yeah a, a lot of the people that we interviewed to talk about how people their clients don't realize i'm not just designing a pretty space but i'm going to make sure it gets there right in one piece at the right time um not damn it you know like there's all of that behind the so scenes logistics many, that people yeah, don't so realize many people touch every little project mm-hmm. and little product and i think that it it's just um, the girl, my procurement manager, kind of said a few weeks ago, I think there's 20 pieces of paperwork for this pillow. <laughs> it's oh, true. Wow. I mean, you think about a whole house and all the different um, artisans and mm-hmm. vendors and that touch one product. And it really, it most of my days are spent doing <laughs> business-related activities or reviewing paperwork or work orders or things like that. So um, from that standpoint, actually, the accounting background was super helpful because it is a lot of spreadsheets and contracts and things like that. Right. Right. But then interning under those designers, how many years did you do that? Um, Okay. So let me get the math right. Um, Probably three years. Mm -hmm. And then um, kind of just went out on my own. And about three weeks after I'd gotten my own office um, and sort of hung up my sign, I found out I was pregnant. And so then about two weeks after that, I was on bed rest the whole time I was on um, pregnant. And so I hired my first assistant way earlier than I intended to. Um, and and that's kind of how we started growing. Um, so it was 
Would you say that your own house was your laboratory? How did you start getting work initially? um, My husband would definitely say that it was. Mm -hmm. Um, We things disappear out of my house all the time. I don't need a piece of art or dining room chairs. Recently, I sold our dining room chairs, and he comes home and is like, "We live here. This is not your store." Um, You know, (laughs) stuff traveling. I move stuff around all the time or sell it. Or um, I think. Probably um, when I started, when I started on my own, I already had some clients. So I'd kind of been working as a junior designer and that's kind of, but when I moved to Jackson um, from Memphis and we got married and I had um, just was kind of working under a designer, I think probably our home. And then also I think working with some of the clients that, um, our, the main designer that I worked for didn't have time for kind of mm. and it just kind of snowballed from there people ask me all the time how I built my business and I really don't know the answer to that other than <laughs> I think we just took it one job at a time and um tried to do the best we could um with each client because I think your the best advertisement is your last client mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting yeah mm-hmm. yeah I guess you're right if they leave happy they're gonna Tell two friends and then tell two friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how did you develop um, your signature style? Do you have a signature style or is it really more adapted to each client? Or could I look at you? I mean, I have looked at your work. That's unfair. We know the answer to that. I know that's true. We we led you down the road there. Okay. You you hit the, yeah. Okay. So really. (laughs) Sorry, Taryn. (laughs) I would, um. You know, it would be a compliment to me for someone to walk into a room that I did and not know mm-hmm. who did it. Like, love the room, but um, I really do try to hone in on what each client loves mm-hmm. and what's specific to them. I think the internet and the world we live in, um, Pinterest, which I love, but I mean, people want this manufactured room or this picture. Um, mm-hmm. It and, gets homogenous, right? Yes, Everyone's looking at the same picture. Everyone, uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm, and they want that couch and um, or that, you know. That sofa, um, and um, they they just want this exact this exact look versus making it custom, or they want you to come and fill their bookcases with just things off the rack versus kind of acquiring things over time mm-hmm. in their travel. So I hope the answer to that would be um, that it's specific to each client, and that I don't have a specific style. I try not to impose my. Um, taste directly onto the client. Um, we try to really back off and listen to them and kind of look at obviously their inspiration pictures and then also look at, you know, the pieces that they might have that are special, like grand, grandmother's chest or something like that, mm-hmm. and how that could kind of play into the overall design. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question. I think I want to reword my question. Okay. <laughs> I've noticed in your um, on your Instagram when I was studying um, that you've done quite a few show houses. Is that true? Yes. Well, I haven't. I'm doing one. Um, I've done several local, but I'm doing um, a little Southern Living Idea House this fall. So that's probably what you mm-hmm. have seen me posting. Um, and did you do... There was another one I thought you did. That must might have been a local one. Arts Memphis. Oh yes, I just did that. That was um, okay. So when you start a room at a show house, mm-hmm. oh, sky's the limit, right? Right, that's fine. So that's you. Well, it right? is, and I think um, that's you, know, you in your truest form. Right? Yes, it is. But you know, it's hard to be your own client. It's, mm-hmm. I've, I've had that experience on my own home as well. Mm-hmm. It's very much. Um, <laughs> now, is your husband your client? 
Oh. And your daughter? Yeah, well, her, <laughs> my daughter is three, and she um, has been waiting on a big girl room for quite a while because I can't. <laughs> I've got her bed, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't really yeah. try to get out of her crib yet. So even I, oh. my husband's like, she has to have a big girl bed. But I'm like, but the frog hasn't come <laughs> in. I want it to be installed and look you know, all at once. Yeah, yeah. as if a three-year-old. Would I need a reveal. A reveal <laughs> right. for the three-year-old. I want her to come in and see it before she draws on the brand new wallpaper with a crayon, uh-huh. so we can at least have a picture. You know? <laughs> um, we just renovated our own house, and um, it's been a process. And um, we renovated and then add, added on. And the other day, I was vacuuming or something and pull, pulled a curtain back, and there was green crayon all on the windowsill. <laughs> so, um, I guess. <laughs> that's post-renovation? Oh, yeah. I love it. I think it had probably been painted two or three weeks. At least she, she just, knows yeah. how to hide it. Yeah. Right. So, she is no fool. I'm not supposed exactly. to do this. So I'm going to do mean, it behind we the should, Yeah, we should actually applaud her. Right. brilliant. Oh, she job. is sneaky. She's very <laughs> sneaky. She knows. Uh-huh. But having a child, how did that affect? the choices that you made in your renovation and and addition? We, um, well, I, we use a lot of Sunbrella in, in all of our client work, but in my house as well. We have a huge white sectional in our living room, and people come in and constantly say, and honestly, my dog and my husband are probably worse than her. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's just feed up on things, but it's a Sunbrella sofa, and I just spray bleach on it, and everything comes out. It comes out. Isn't it magic? Yes, it is. It's magic. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't scare me at all. We just live with it. But I I do understand why people would be nervous to... Do you spray just straight up bleach, or do you have it watered down? Because I have a white Sunbrella sofa on order. Well, I don't know that this is... That's okay. Correct. Um, so this is the unofficial Clorox. Yes, we okay. will not mention this to Sunbrella. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, they say you can bleach it. I know. I'm just kidding. I don't know that you should spray the bleach directly on it without diluting it, which is what I do to answer your question. Mm-hmm. But mine is white. Now, if it was a color mm-hmm. and there were, you know, although it's not supposed to. Yeah, same diff. It does not. You it can doesn't. put bleach on any Sunbrella. Mm-hmm. So you just, Karen, can I come over with a glass of wine? Yes. <laughs> and we'll drink too many wait, and we'll test it you together. you just spray yeah. straight up bleach? Wait, what did you, what, what was the final yeah. answer? It's just diluted. plain bleach. Like a, no, like a Clorox oh, you do. bleach spray. Yes. Okay. All right. And it's not. I need to get some because I just got a Sunbrella sofa. However, we do have some Krypton pieces and there's, Krypton now makes a, um, a cleaner, like a Krypton cleaner. Mm, so I've gotten that. Spray, spray bleach on Krypton. People. Right. Don't do it. Don't do that. Right. Only do it on the Krypton. Mm. You need to get the um, Krypton cleaner for that. Okay. Or you know, there's Sunbrella. A lot of times they just recommend Dawn and Water. We've gotten right. chocolate. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the main. Thing so wait, do you it. watch TV on this sofa? Like you're like this is, lounging. This is, yeah. This is yeah. Is it white white or is it off white? It's, it's pretty white. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, and you know, that was actually kind of a cop-out decision because we just needed some furniture we were moving and I just, I didn't have the room designed because, and I, it's still not really designed. And I just, you know, thought I'll just recover this later or something when I've got that, which I won't. But I mean, just, I needed a blank canvas because mm-hmm. we bring a lot of our color in through textiles and art and the other When you say textiles... Pillows? Well, you mean pillows, pillows and drapery okay. trim or drapery. Okay. And um, the other, there's a couple of chairs in the room that are like a mossy green velvet. And then, so there's color elsewhere. And then I have um, a sisal kind of rug with a ushak that has some color layered on top of that. Mm. So it really is the only white, white piece in the room, mm-hmm. but it works. Yeah. I'm not scared at all. I've gotten everything, wine. 
and wow. coffee, which you know, yes, those top two, yeah, top Chocolate, two, and ketchup. they, they dogged, so that's all co- right. Our dog, yes. Well, too, if it's a if it's a cushion, you can just take the cushion off and throw it in the wash too. Right. I mean, unzip it. Unzip the cover. Yeah, you don't wash the foam. (laughs) Yeah, you're just making that clear. It's not clear. It isn't clear. I was thinking about shoving it in there. So thank you for asking that question. Well, actually, when it comes to outdoor, like actual outdoor furniture, most of them do not recommend. You can, but it's packed so tightly, it's kind of hard to get it all. It's hard to get it back in. So you should really lay it on the ground. And obviously, you wouldn't do that with your, you know, interior yeah. yeah furniture but for exterior yeah just power wash it yeah let yeah. it dry and the it works. other thing you can power wash is uh indoor outdoor rugs oh yeah so i've got a lot of the the ones that are more like the the polypropylene mm-hmm. not the not the plushy ones right i haven't tried it with a plushy one you might be able to but the ones that are the tighter weave mm-hmm. i've power wash those like crazy yeah. and they work great just and lay it over the yeah. balcony to dry and bring it back inside. I have um, an outdoor velvet on some chairs. That what? Like, uh, yeah, it's a. I think Link makes it, and it's um, it's a slip covered outdoor chair, and I I washed it, put it right back on. Nice, it's great. We have performance velvets which mm-hmm. you can wash. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but I it's not outdoor. They're not outdoor, not, but yeah, they're definitely performance. But yeah, you can't put them like out on your chaise. No, mm-hmm. I have them on my sofa. You do? Yeah, so the dog sits on They're Love fine. It. They've worked right so far. The outdoor yeah. sofa. No, my indoor sofa. sofa. Okay. The That's pillows. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you no, did a umbrella sofa. But she is outdoor. It's outdoor, but it's. I think it's actual umbrella. It's got to be solution dyed acrylic. Yes, it does. So has to be yeah. carrot, not a radish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, can't, you can't wash the Krypton or you kind of have to, all the different companies, and there's a lot now, right. have different... Different treatments, instructions. But when it comes to my own stuff, I, yeah, it gets beating. And then <laughs> your three-year-old room that you're getting yeah. ready to have your reveal <laughs> mm-hmm. for. <laughs> mm-hmm. What yeah. what are what's happening in there that is child-friendly, or are you just like, no, I'm pretending she's 25? No, I'm definitely not pretending she's 25. Well, okay. she um, she just got a pink and white striped wallpaper, which I looked at lots of different fun prints, but I figured that might be a little bit less baby could kind of gray with her a little bit longer mm-hmm. and her room is kind of an odd there's a, a big window in one wall and then the door to enter on one wall and then door to the bathroom on another so there's really only there's kind of a nook and so it's got it's a three a two-sided bed so there's a headboard and then a sideboard which mm-hmm. can be good because mm-hmm. she can it's yeah. full but i can kind of cram her up against the wall and mm-hmm. is it upholstered or is yes okay. so it's a scallop upholstered on both sides cute girl sort of like isabella i'm thinking <laughs> well <laughs> let's get there but continue your room yeah <laughs> and then a lot of the um rest of the things in her room are are solution tied acrylic so i did some um a couple of like sister parish and a lot of companies are coming out where they'll print their fabric on solution dead acrylic so you can go and oh, pick any cool. actual yes yeah, so. but you can't spray that with bleach you can't won't that if it's, it's solution print, acrylic. but if it's printed on the solution dead acrylic no, it's not in the thread i assume it's not actually printed on it's well just yeah woven. it's woven yeah oh it's woven I okay didn't articulate that eloquently but <laughs> okay so wait so what are you she has other pieces in the room so what yes. else are you putting in there for what does she need so i have she's got an ottoman so mm-hmm. she can get on and off of her bed and um 
she's got two little chairs that are so cute that were in my grandmother's house. And so they're pink and um, have like a pleated skirt. So we, they're, they're little, they're kind of petite. Yeah. They're kind of sweet. Little that's chairs. Sweet. So they're kind of That's sweet. cute. So she has a little sitting nook for her and her bestie. Right. Tea I'm parties. sure she'll, you know, I'm sure she'll be <laughs> covered in animals and green crayons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be covered in her, her dolls that have band-aids all over them, which is what she, she'll come and like, yeah. Oh, right. that's really Color cute. on them. Well, um, so what she's do you a hoarder for sure. I mean, her oh. crib is full. So what do you do for storage for her? Well, we just have baskets, but I don't know that there's a solution for that because it's a lot of stuff. And we have a playroom, but it's upstairs and she... Yeah, it's too far. So in your renovation, you didn't change that layout. You didn't like... We really couldn't. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it just, it's on a lake. And so the house, um, the all the rooms face a lake. So if I would have pushed backwards, it would have mm-hmm. impeded the view. So mm-hmm. we kind of went up. And so that's the only option we had. But... Mm-hmm. I think it'll be great when she's a little bit older, but uh-huh. right now she doesn't want to go up there. Yeah. <laughs> we never yeah. use it. Um, so the toys are in my living room or my, you know, our family room or they're all over her room. Um, and we do have some great baskets that um, actually from Ballard, they've got the scallop liner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Um, they say toy or whatever on them so she can organize them because, of course, she Cute. doesn't do that. Um, <laughs> but... It, it makes it me feel nice. better. Yeah. Yes. And when people come in and the baskets are stacked up, they think, well, all the dolls are in this one and dress ups in here. And that's not the way it works. But it looks good <laughs> when everything's, you know, stacked up. Are each the of the baskets labeled like dolls dress up or does it, they all say toys? No, it says dolls dress up. And maybe it says, um, I, I can't love the this other idea. One. This is so cute. I'll, I'll send I've told picture. y'all before I that I had toys. bins for my boys and one was weapons. <laughs> I'm sure. Because, you know, and lightsabers a, and Nerf gun. You know, it's like, well, what's my category called? <laughs> she's a, she is a girly girl, but she loves boy toys, too. I mean, her second birthday party was fire trucks. Third birthday party. That's fire trucks. So fire she loves trucks are awesome. too. So really, one of them should say trucks because that's what she. Vehicles. Yes. Vehicles. <laughs> and actually, that's what she says. Yeah. Vehicle. Because it might be a motorcycle. <gasps> oh, my God. That she is adorable. She loves Paw Patrol. And, See, and Taryn and I are taking notes because we're trying to figure out what that next step. They both have one-year-olds. One-year-old. Oh, we'll Mm -hmm. get ready because when the toys come in and it's little bitty things, that's the, you know. um, Oh, gosh. It aggravates you. Yeah, I can tell you. In your hands. What are the, um, gosh, they're the little eggs and you, I can't think of the name of them, but they're these little eggs that you. They're cut. Hatchimals. Oh, hatchimals. And they had Mm -hmm. these little, like. Half an inch size figurines in them, and she loves oh. them. And it's my nightmare because they're everywhere. I mean, you step on them, they are just, and they, she puts them in the bowls in the kitchen or just, you know, anywhere. You find so there's them a hatchimal on every corner. <laughs> so watch out for this. So you're decorating with those two <laughs> these days yeah. in the, the yeah. couch. Down in my flowers, I'll, you know, be changing out flowers in a little purple. Will come out. <laughs> <laughs> so you you're not trying to condense the toys into a space. Oh, I oh I definitely oh, try. Uh-huh. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Take. No. She's giving us the reality. Take. Of it. No. Keep planning for it, but also real. can't be. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, when the rubber hits the road, it doesn't always work out the way we plan, does yeah. it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Home at night, I'm like, you know, the Hatchimals will come back out tomorrow. So <laughs> at some point, you have to kind of. Mm-hmm. Just leave them out. And mm. it's a, like you said, it's a phase. It's a phase. I mean, you have to embrace it because it won't, one day you'll miss 
stepping on the Hatchimals every morning. Will we? <laughs> so we're there. not there yet. Yeah, yeah. not there yet. No, <laughs> but yeah, you kind of have to. I think every every phase is different, mm. and hopefully, your home would function for all of them. But you need to just embrace where you are, yeah. yeah. And that goes for every stage of the design. I think. Yeah, mm. my thought on it is just you know we have y'all came over last week. We have the little extra saucer we have the doorway jumper and like those aren't especially nice to look at but i feel like at least if i give you some other attractive things to look at maybe you won't spend so much time focusing okay. on the doorway jumper you know well and so that's my thought on it they do have some cute now little like acrylic you know little play things but then they don't like that they don't like they the never like the aesthetic the stuff primary colors the, like, yes stuff. little yeah red and yellow and orange mm-hmm. Yes. Huge plastic thing that makes Any lots of noise. The more noise, the better. Mm. So get ready for that. I like how they always have two two noise settings, too. Oh, like I'm <laughs> yeah. going to pick the higher one. You're right. No. Some of them have, you know, multiple language settings, too. So you can get the song in a lot of different languages. And that's, oh, that's cool. Things to look forward to. Yeah. We so got some um, Can we, um, we got circle some toys from upholstery. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. You want to get back on top? Yes, I do. Because in this Arts Memphis house, you had... I just, this room was gorgeous. You did a dark tealish navy, correct me where I'm wrong. And um, dark tealish navy wall. Sorry, sorry. I was painting it with my hands and that was not helping anyone (laughs) listening. Um, Walls. And then you did a fringed round um, table. Yes. That was a very thin, like black and white stripe. Mm -hmm. But it was like a much thin Schumacher. Uh Mm -hmm. That was gorgeous with a big bullion fringe. And then you had this amazing. Um, cranes. They were this beautiful crane artwork. It was cranes with a green minty mm-hmm. background. Okay. Uh, are y'all actually <laughs> yes. following us? I okay. got it in my brain. Okay. And then know. she also had in the back a white sofa that had a scallopy or wavy top to it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm, thank you. So against that dark wall, you had that like lighter sofa and that like that shape of the upholstery like popped so hard on it. It was mm-hmm. so good. The contrast. Mm-hmm. I like the mm-hmm. modern chairs with it too. Yes, those are great. They're sort of a... Um, did you pull it up? Yes. You're cheating. I'm cheating. Yeah. I did mine all by memory. <laughs> well, I that was a it, very good description. It was nice. Yeah, it was. I was I, it I'm was impressed. A very impactful room, I thought. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. And that art. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wait, did sorry. you describe the chairs? No, go ahead. The I chairs didn't. are like um what are they called? That those like Pantone chairs? They're like that shape. Right. But they're, they're woven. Wicker, yeah. Um mm-hmm. so they're very structural and like well, sculpture, I guess, really. And it's like the one kind of real modern. funky modern touch yeah, uh-huh, with all yeah. the other. I think more it, um, that was a fun room to do because again, it was there was no client, so I could kind of pick the cranes that you're talking about. That was Gucci wallpaper, just framed. Mm-hmm. So that's why can, I loved it. Yeah, I loved. It. Yeah, it was, that was that. So did you do a triptych or you did just two? I think there was just two. Were there two? I couldn't tell because the crop of the image that I saw. Oh, I think so, there was yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so did you start with that as your inspiration? <laughs> no, um, I changed that room, and I've done the same thing with the Southern Living House, and I do it with my own house probably 60 times before I actually did it. And so I was doing it <laughs> to be, you know, completely candid. Um, but I fell in love with a piece of art, which was over those banquets that you were describing. Mm-hmm. That was um, kind of minty, too, right? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Catherine Herb. She's an artist from Memphis, and it's beautiful. Um, she does cloud paintings, and so I kind of fell in love with that and wanted that to kind of, 
pop and felt like a dark wall would be um, the best option for that. Mm -hmm. And so with that, you know, you couldn't, the swans just kind of, they kind of made sense. Well, that meant that green went with that other painting that was over um, the curvy sofa. Right. (laughs) One space on your Instagram that I thought really stood out to me was the, like, stairway landing with this kind of funky Rant, like curvilinear sofa with a big bullion fringe. Oh, that was a sorority house, actually. And what? It honestly, I just was thinking, like what? I don't know. It just, it's, it's a, it essentially looks like you dropped a staircase into this <laughs> fabulous <you>. living room. <laughs> well, that but is it's, a, yeah, it's a sorority fun. house. And so they needed, um, it was originally, it's the entry to a sorority house. And so it originally just had, um, a table there and they they needed kind of a sitting space in there so we just did that this summer we did the house two or three years ago um and because of the staircase and the way it curves yeah that and it's it's not a large space so the sofa itself actually curves and then obviously the back curves too so it's it kind of custom that sofa yes okay definitely. so you were mimicking mimicking the curve of the right. staircase to try to get a little bit more it just was a really smart use of um thank you of the space and i just felt like well you know people i think it can you can get like sucked into well this is the living room so i have to make it a living room and this is the staircase so i right. have to right, make right. this a staircase but there's no rule that you can't also have a sitting area. area in your staircase landing depending on how big that is so you know if you want to have a place to sit in your entryway, then skip an entry table and do a little banquette or something. I mean, yes, you I, can think outside the box a little bit. Absolutely. And entries are generally a separate room. I feel like open concept living is so big right now, but it's kind of a, we do that a lot. We'll put just a pair of chairs because if you kind of have to make the most bang for your buck with square footage these days. And so mm-hmm. I feel like the entry is kind of overlooked. Like you said, people generally just stick a console table in there and right. a mirror and call it a day. So um, a custom banquette, or it doesn't even have to be custom, but a banquette generally wouldn't take up a lot more depth than an entry table. And so right. it's a good solution. That's that an particular interesting room. thing. I've never thought of that. You're right. Like yeah, you could put seating... All right, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, and you know, if, if you come in your front door, and I guess it just depends on, you know, how you enter your house, but and you don't have room for a mudroom, it's a good place to kind of drop your purse or mm-hmm. book bags or mm-hmm. things like that too. So I think it could um, maybe function a little bit better for some in some applications than a standard console table. Right, right. And at least it would look a little bit different. Than yes, I mean, this is looks like a amazing sort of dark blue velvet i can't yeah, tell if it a, is velvet but it looks like velvet it is. It's, an, it's an outdoor velvet it's ah, yeah, very you pretty. love a fringe i do clearly love a fringe. those are it's back right it's, it's back, back hard yes but i loved it even when it wasn't back you did <laughs> you never <laughs> she said it yeah never went out never bouillon how do you say it bouillon yes bouillon i say bouillon bouillon yeah, that's right I guess. I think. That's... I mean, you can really go to town with the French accent, but no, I can't. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Um, no, you have a lot of images of tall upholstery, like tall. You do a tall headboard. Yeah. Yes. Or mm. well, that's a. Um, I do love that. I love for it to be a little bit. I think it um, scale is so important, mm-hmm. and a headboard. Generally, having a headboard custom made is not significantly more expensive than just buying one on mm-hmm. the internet. And I feel like that extra We have tall height, ones. 
<laughs> you do. You're right. But <laughs> it might not be as tall as you want. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes you want an exaggerated scale. Oh, like of that. Something. Right. So normally yeah. I, like that is two feet. So I think that's an eight foot headboard on a 10 foot ceiling. And so it just kind of creates a little, we've even hung art, you know, high on the headboard. So it kind of just gives you, it almost, it so, functions Oh, you like hang the screen. art directly on the headboard. Uh-huh. What a great, that's fun cute. idea. I love that it, idea. It kind of, rather than having like a canopy, or it's just a little bit different way of, Mm-hmm. making the space interesting and soft <gasps> yeah i feel like you know covered in velvet or something it would feel just so luxurious yeah. in a bedroom and you right. want your headboard to be i mean in a bedroom that needs to be the focal point right you know right there are only so many ways you can really make it the focal point you can do art you can do great yeah. headboard and if you but, if you, if you, know, you do art it. on either side of the bed above your chest or something like you can't really do it above the headboard you know it's got to right. be one or the other and so I think it adds an, an interesting element in a space that maybe otherwise would be other, overlooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. You also like a monogram. I do. I love a monogram, mm-hmm. especially an antique, like kind of one-of-a-kind monogram. Mm. So what do you mean, one you found or one that's designed to look like an antique? Well, both. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you know, a couple books of antique monograms, and so we'll take that to um, – we've got a great monogram girl, and she'll kind of sketch it out and then get it digitized. And then – so it's not like, you know, going to the store and picking A, B, or C monogram. Um, so say I want to do that. How do I find someone that's going to do that for me? I mean, we monogram things here at Ballard for People, but not like, okay, this very beautiful hand-designed thing that goes with my letters. You could probably ask um, – your, whoever monograms for you, they Should can ask digitize Google? something. Well, I don't know. I'm sure you can. I think you can ask Google. I think Google you can, can ask Google whatever you want, Karen. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm sure you can digitize. I don't know how she does it. You could probably Google and digitize it yourself. Mm. Um, I think specialty monogram shops would be able to do it. I'm right. sure. There's, right, lot, right, there's right. tons of friends. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. try one. Let's design you one. There's one it. in Atlanta that I know does it. Oh, yeah. 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 So you've already got a resource. Well, I haven't done it. I've oh, just, you just know, know. It So you would look up specialty monogramming or monogram shop or mm-hmm. something yeah. like well, that. Well, and uh, yeah. there's like this lady that my mom knew that used to do it at our house, but you can essentially order a tape of any monogram. Right. And what? they'll make it so... It's essentially a, it's almost almost like a template that you can load into any sort of sewing machine that has like a computer and um, they can do it like from, you know, two inches to like six inches. And so, for example, I had one custom done for um, towels and because it, anyways, um, and they could do it like, you know, on towel size, but then she could blow it up a little bit to make it for like a Euro sham or a, a sheet set. So let me ask yeah. you this, Miss Caroline. Also you, Betsy Taryn, feel free to weigh in. Yeah. Do you feel like if that that you should use that all over your house? Is there a limit to the number of times that I should be mm, seeing that? Or is it question. like your house's brand and now I've your got family my, brand. My crest yeah. or whatever all over the house. Mm. How much is too much or is there ever too much? Well, I do have opinions, but I'm uh-huh. going to let you go first. Well, you know, I I probably have maybe over – I did a monogram on my little girl's canopy over her crib, and it's now um, – in our new house, it's over her window, and had it digitized. And then I used that on, like, stationery and things like that for uh-huh. her. I haven't really used it. So she's writing thank you notes to you for doing oh, yeah. her room. She, yes, <laughs> dear yeah. mommy, I love my room. Right. All of her little <laughs> tags on presents, you know, yeah. just ridiculous because it, you know, you could. But you're that's, a good Southern girl. Yeah. That's the kind of yes. stuff we do. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, 
but I love um, I love using different monograms and fun. Yeah. I mean, I use Leontine in New Orleans a lot. They're yeah. a great source. They could help you for sure with anything custom. Um, and they have just super special. And so we kind of have that in different bedrooms and in different um, bathrooms. And so we, I really don't. I probably use different, completely different monograms. In every room. Okay. Do you wait? I have more questions. I don't know if that's about, the correct answer. No, I don't know if no, there, there is. There is the I have more answer. more questions about monogramming. Do you do the couple's initials, where it's the what do you call that when they do them together? Wedding monogram. Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. We have called. a whole blog post about it. Oh, mm-hmm. then I'll just read that. Never mind. No, it's yeah. a personal preference thing. Yeah, it is. I personally make it all my own monogram because yeah. I'm selfish. Technically, <laughs> the woman, the woman's monogram. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think you use the woman's because it's from her bed, true self. Then... Wait, so even on like if you do two pillows, both of the monogram. Yes. You do her monogram yes. for his and hers. Yes. Side. No, I've had some husbands that don't like that, and so then we'll do the wedding. I mean, I don't really think that there's like a hard and true. Okay. Yeah. But um, and then you should use his monogram at the bar. But most of my our napkins have my monogram on them. Well, respect. You're anchor. using them. Yeah. yeah. But the, the origination is that the, as a, a young girl was learning to embroider and was doing her initials and monogramming her trousseau for her home that she was preparing for, she was mm. monogramming her own initials. And then when she gets married, she still uses those linens. That she monogrammed before she was married yes. as a little girl. That's so it. technically, my my monogram would be my original name and then you can add your married one in there too mm-hmm. show him when i'm stitching <laughs> stitching my quilt yes okay great just a candlelight in all your free time wearing a fully nightgown yeah and your laura ingles wilder outfit <laughs> we typically use the married Okay. Married. Use whatever one's yeah. prettier. Right. Yeah, right. that's true too. Because some letters are not pretty mm-hmm. in a monogram. And you yeah. can do a two-letter monogram. If yeah, you do like one. A random, yeah. you know, yeah, cue or something. So you'll it do whatever's choose. just the prettiest. And yes. And really, I if like they have it. A preference. And if they have yeah. a preference. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just a wondering. lot of husbands do. A lot of don't like. Yeah. That. They want their monogram on the back. Yeah, they feel left out. Yeah. I can see my husband doing that. on our My husband probably has no idea what. Even monogrammed I don't think that Will even realizes that his initial is not on there. Mm-mm. And also, he gets his last name on there, gosh darn it. Right. So That's, it's, yeah. gosh darn it, there's a bean her <laughs> Okay, I do. Well, I feel like you should have, you should choose a monogram that suits the item, right? Like, right. you're not going to put a super curly, ornate thing on a tiny little glass, glass right. or something. You know? Uh-huh. Um, how about the bathroom? I also keep guest room towels. Okay, I do have thoughts on where See? they should go. This okay. is just a personal preference. Go, Caroline. Preach but it. You're from the South. I would trust goods. you. <laughs> Any soft good can have a monogram, okay? Mm-hmm. You can have, like, your, you know, sheets, mm-hmm. your towels, dinner napkins. Like, those are all realistic places for a yes. monogram. And in some cases, it's okay to have it on glassware. But anything after that, like, you don't want to use it over the top. What about you know? dinnerware? What about in the mm-hmm. middle of mm-hmm. your dinner plate mm-hmm. or at the top? Mm-hmm. I think that can be tastefully done. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about painting really big on your lampshade? <laughs> mm. That's the, oh, you're saying a hard <laughs> that no. That was a hard no face. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I think, think it makes it less special if you... Lampshades, no painting of the well, lampshade? or just monograms, unless it's... Oh, a monogram shouldn't be painted. What made you choose well, the lampshade? Oh, I'm just trying to think of something you'd say no to. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I think 
like on you know how some it was kind of popular for a while to paint the monogram on the wall and things like that like mm-hmm. in nurseries uh, uh-huh. no yeah, yes not, no that was a trend that i think kind of, <laughs> i missed that one yeah good it's yeah. probably not having kids that mm-hmm. time it yeah. really should be smaller right I mean, just a, it's a little, a little bit, accent maybe, right something that you don't notice yeah so i like to keep them in like more private spaces right you know, with the exception of maybe like I have some dinner napkins that are um, embroidered, but right. Other than that, it's mostly like in your master bedroom, yeah, or your you know kids' bath if you want to bedroom. But like not out in the living room. I have room. like anything. I have napkins. I think that's but it. But they're white on white. They're really subtle, which I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I miss. Right. You don't <laughs> want to really notice it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's an accent. It's right. not supposed to scream at you. But something that can be really fun is to do a contrast. On a dinner nap. Like, Certainly. I have some blue ones that I had a red monogram done. Oh, that's And that, it just cute makes it more fun. I have a hard time committing to those things because then mm-hmm. I feel like I will only be able to use that in a very limited setting. That's why, yeah. of course, white on white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But I admire your bravery. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Okay, I have another question. <laughs> Thank you, Taryn. This is not about yes, monogramming. I'm switching. I'm switching again. <laughs> so... Is the um, black and white wallpaper on your Instagram your kitchen that has your grandmother's painting? Oh, yeah. Well, that's my butler's pantry. Um, will you describe that for the listeners? Because I thought that was gorgeous. Oh, thank you. It is. Um, but yeah. Karen pulled it up. Oh, pulled it pulling up. It She's up. cheating for again. <laughs> it's a very um, bold abstract. I love it. Thank you. It. Um, our kitchen was kind of an odd configuration before, and so we... I had to rework it a little bit. And so that was the old kitchen, actually, in the original house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at the end of my current kitchen and kind of connects it to the dining room. And so you can tell I've not done window treatments in there yet, but I'm going to do that. <laughs> but, um, it has morning light. It has, you know, all of the, that butler's pantry has all of my china. and um, So you did black cabinets. Yes, kind of a black. They're a lacquer. So it's fine paints of Europe lacquer. So it looks almost Ooh. like water um very high gloss and then it's got a antique mirror backsplash mm-hmm. um and the What's, countertops yeah. are just white marble white marble mm-hmm. but they're next to a a window that you did all your moldings all in white it's all white yes um and then all my kitchen cabinets are white so when you're standing in my kitchen you can see that at the end oh but then this cool. Yeah, like this you wallpaper. said, this painting that's on it is... Well, oh, you, okay. Well, I, for, then on that wall is a very... Super traditional landscape in this cool old frame. Mm-hmm. And just on that juxtaposition is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. My grandmother painted that, and we didn't even know that she painted. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's anomalies. gorgeous. It'd be, if my house was on fire, that's what I would grab, that painting, because it's just special to me. It's but really um. Cool. I love it against that paper. And I think, you know, you can make – it's a good example of making everything kind of mesh together. Right, right. but it's also, a, like, a great example of having that super contrast of the abstract and the traditional make that – highlight the traditional. Right. 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 Suddenly yeah. you notice that beautiful little landscape where it might you just might walk by it. And it Otherwise, doesn't if feel it was a white so wall. old. You know, it doesn't feel – I mean, that room is – it's – got my silver in my china and it would feel I think very it would have felt very very tired mm-hmm. if I didn't have that fine paper and something to kind of make it like you said stand out a little bit more yeah I love it mm-hmm. yeah that was like one of my favorites too Thank you. and Thank then you, you had um another thing that again was that 
the opposites, again, that juxtaposition was you had a christening gown that was on a wall in a, child, a baby's room. Um, mm, and it, it was yeah. all cream and white. And then it's framed in an acrylic shadow box. Shadow box? Well, it's or, actually just between pieces of acrylic because it's like mashed together with a bolt just, or something. Well, it's yeah, like a frame. Exactly how I can't remember, but it can come out, you know, so yeah. they've, they've got younger children that will use the dress and then it goes back. Oh my gosh, it looks so, so great. Because really, again, really it's just really acrylic, modern. It kind of keeps it, it obviously keeps it safe. And then yeah. you can, but it. But that's great because so many of these things that we love are in a box right. under a bed or in the basement. And you don't get to really see that memory. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really great way mm-hmm. to have it be sort of part of your everyday life. Which yeah, I'm doing it with my wedding dress tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys remember in the Indian Hicks <laughs> You book. don't know. It could be a teeny wedding. Yes. <laughs> she did the same thing. Yeah, she did right. it with like three different things. She had her, like the tiara that she wore in Lady Di's wedding and the dress she wore in Lady Di's oh, wedding. Cool. And then something, like, her, something her mom wore. wore. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. They were bigger than this. But <laughs> <laughs> this is a christening gown. That's it's wonderful. beautiful. Yeah, it's I just thought it was a great little moment. And with all the creams and the soft, and then you have, again, a little bit of modern, like mm-hmm. you were saying. And the juxtaposition of the, like, very ornate christening gown in this piece of acrylic right. is kind of cool, too. You mm-hmm. know? Right. It's not like you framed it in, like, a very ornate right. way. And I think that would have been too similar. That tension is what creates kind of an interesting mm-hmm. result. And it... Typically, christening gowns are framed in like a you know very heavy gold frame, and you look at the frame and not the gown. So I think that's kind of the way. We've also framed like grandmother's vintage um, handkerchiefs and things like that in acrylic, and it's just kind of a special way. And you just see just the it it doesn't take away from the right from the memento. I guess that's also a really inexpensive way to frame it. I mean, yeah. you can order those things on Amazon for like twenty bucks. Right. right. So. Or a scarf. Yeah. A scarf, that's great large art. We do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if you... Um, I've done a scarf trips. that way, and it was so easy. And you can do it like that, floating between the acrylic with the bolts, or you can have it stitched on linen and have it, like, inset into an acrylic box. Or Ooh, um, you can just, you know, sometimes just frame it without a mat and let it float in glass. And mm. that's beautiful too. And simple. Yeah. And I think if you don't, if you're not working with a professional and you don't really have the, you don't know how to kind of go the acrylic route, that's a good option because it's beautiful and really classic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just doesn't overpower whatever's in the frame. Yeah. So we generally use very simple framing unless the art is just very simple. And then we would kind of, you know, pick an ornate frame. But I think that's a super inexpensive and easy way to, take a tradition, you know, sometimes the first thing we do when we go into a new project and it's just decoration and not really renovation as far as mm-hmm. maybe they're just painting and they have a lot of antiques and they have a lot of art. The first thing we do is like address how the art is um, arranged and then framed. And sometimes that along with changing the paint color and moving things around and kind of placing them in a different um, setting changes the room before you even get to new pillows and right. drapery and things like right. that well and if you if you're gonna if you know that you need some art right why wouldn't you splurge on the actual art piece versus the way it's framing right. you know right. framing can be Frame's really so expensive. expensive absolutely yeah. the more ornate the frame the more expensive it is so in my mind i would rather spend two hundred dollars on the art and a hundred dollars on the frame versus a hundred dollars right. on the art and two hundred dollars on the frame you know 
Yeah. I just want to know where you're getting your art for $100. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. These are just numbers off the top of my head. Ratios. Look at that cheap artist. <laughs> but, well, she's yeah, married to Will. He does it for free. That is true. He's real yeah. cheap. <laughs> Actually, we do use a framer who gives you a discount if it's your own art. That's oh, so wow. nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Her name is Caroline Budd if you're in Atlanta, and she's the bomb. Mm-hmm. Can I just say it's my art? <laughs> They're gonna look at you and be like, mm. "No, this isn't you, lady." Oh, is this your I'm signature mean. at the bottom? No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't try I to rip know. them off. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted um, to kind of talk about was also the fact that you um, you had, and maybe you're not allowed to share yet because it's a Southern Living House thing yeah. you're doing. Okay, you've covered the walls and lattice. Is that? Oh, yes. And the master bath. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's good. Tell be... me more of why. You're such you a good sleuth, well, Taryn. Man, I, know, I thought I went through goodness, this, but obviously not as well as you did. <laughs> I just picked out things that I was interested in and I want to know about. <laughs> um, well, so the master bedroom is going to be a white lacquer, so it's going to be Fine Paints of Europe again, which is um, kind of what I was – the process I was talking about that we did in my butler's pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've got – a canopy over the bed and um some beautiful art and panels and so i really wanted the bathroom to be an extension of that um with a different application so i was looking for a different texture and a different um element to add interest um and came up with that idea and the contractor for this project has been amazing there's five i think five of us um and we each have multiple rooms so it's not the conventional um idea where there's one person doing it or there's 20 people you know there's Mm -hmm. five of us and so she's been great I mean I just sent her this idea and she said sure and she's executed it beautifully um the contractor is female yes well it's it's Mm -hmm. a husband wife team but they are amazing um it's Hatcliffe Construction if you're in Nashville you should call them but she didn't even say no to any of our crazy ideas and I had lots I mean I'm I wanted her to, you know, paint the lacquer, paint the vaulted ceiling master bedroom. And then the master bathroom is obviously um, very ornate as far as the um, all the detail. And she, you know, she hasn't, she didn't balk. She said, sure. Is la- putting lattice all over a room. Yeah, talk to me about the yeah, care of that. Yeah, is that hard that. to do? Yeah, true. And in a bathroom, is like, it what dusty? happens with dust? How does it work out? You're like, I don't know. I don't live there. It's only going to be up for three weeks, so. (laughs) No. I mean, I think it's just like anything. Um, It's a texture on the wall. It's a texture. Yeah. I I mean, there's not a lot of it. And Mm -hmm. from a – so it's inset panels throughout the bathroom. So it's really just the two – there's two small sidewalls. And then what you can't see probably in those pictures is that the the main back wall is a big window. So there's not a ton of it. and we, I've got that in my house. I've never really experienced a problem with that, but I guess. So you have it in your own house? Yes. Yeah. Oh, very cool. What room? Laundry. Okay. And how did you think of it there? It's just a, you know, it's a very traditional technique mm-hmm. that's used to kind mm-hmm. of, it's just, you know, used in lots of like garden rooms right. or mm-hmm. sun porches. You do see in a lot of older Because isn't it traditionally rooms. like a French thing? Triage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, you just again T R E I L L A G E, I think. Yeah, correct. You speak French. I mean, she is mostly. I knew that though because of Bunny Williams Shop. Well, actually, I guess it was John Rosselli's shop. No, it was her shop. Oh, okay. I can't remember who's which. He has a shop, and she has a shop. And triage is closed. 
May it rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that shop. Well, it looked very cool. I'm very Thank excited you. to see the rest cool. of it. Yes. Everyone, um, I was getting some text pictures earlier today from the other designers' rooms are amazing, too. So, Who are the other designers? Can you share? I'm sure it is um, Hannon Duty from Birmingham, and then mm. Stephanie Sabi from Nashville, um, Ashley Gilbreth from Montgomery, Alabama, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Walsh from Arkansas, and Becky Boyle, um, who is from L.A., but she's just moved to Charlotte. So she's kind of cool. jet-setted to get it done. I know it's a great group. That's been, it's been really fun to work with all those super talented people. And the and, Southern Living Idea House is like the most visited idea house of all of them. Well, there's two. So there was Heather Chaddock just did a beautiful one this summer. And this is a um, Parade of Homes house in Nashville. So it's a different concept. But um, cool. it's, mm-hmm. yeah, they are, have, they're heavily trafficked, I think. And it'll be, we're excited. It'll be fun. It'll be open soon. So so tell everyone how they can, do they just, should they just Google Southern Living House Nashville? Parade. Yeah. So it like is. What, um, how, should they, how should they get tickets, basically, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Okay. And when is it open? It opens October the 10th. So okay. I think just check out social media because I don't even know how to get tickets quite yet. Okay. I don't think that link's been I'll Google it. Created. Yeah. Okay. We'll find it. Well, when the show notes go up, because I have to admit we are recording this in advance, we can put a link <laughs> to them. Perfect. So Thank you can you find so the info. Cool. I think we should do a decorating dilemma. This is a really good one. You know why? Why? Taryn, did you look at this one? No, not yet. Yeah. I was looking at Parade of Homes. Your sister, Cameron. <gasps> oh, oh, no pressure, oh. Betsy. You're only no doing pressure. Well, Taryn brought this to Caroline and me first, and we were like, I don't know. Yeah, that was our answer was, I don't know. I stumped them, so you have to help this <laughs> poor person out. And holy, she wrote it all. Let's yeah. hope it's, it I like can a, tell you, I can find the thing. holes in you this, too. You can summarize it. <laughs> well, I don't know what she's asking. Hold on. Okay. Uh, this is from Cameron. Um, it says, my husband and four young children live in our 1940s ranch home that we have renovated a number of times. In our latest renovation, we took out some walls and made a bigger kitchen. This requires us to open up the only blank wall that exists in our living, our small living room. Now, this already small room, which is about 20 by 17, <laughs> has way too many openings, so a furniture plan has eluded me for over a year. The two small sets of French doors on either side of the fireplace go into an office. The other set go down a hallway to where the bedrooms are. We are planning on buying all new furniture for the space, but I'm paralyzed until I can figure out the layout. Nothing is sacred, and we are open to any suggestions. I don't love the TV or the mantle, but we couldn't find a better option. We spend a lot of time in this room, so it needs to be comfortable, but also I want it to be pretty. The front door opens right into this room, so another hurdle is not having a foyer. I have listened to a number of the podcasts and I've learned enough to know that I need to know what we will use in this room for TVs and games and entertaining, and that we need to start with a good layout before we buy anything. It is important that all six of my family members to be able to sit comfortably and watch a movie. Um... I used and loved the Ballard Room planner and came up with two plans using Ballard furniture that I liked. Anyway, either way, she wants to know which layout works better. So we'll let Karen describe. I like to describe the room. It Mm -hmm. makes me so excited. (laughs) So you walk in the front door and you are in a pathway. So if you go straight, you walk through the living room and you go into a hallway where there's bedrooms. If you look to the right, you're in this open living room. 
And um, there's a fireplace on the wall. And flanking that fireplace are two French doors that go out to an office. Above that fireplace is a television. Um, when you walk in the front door on that wall, there's windows. So there's only one wall directly across from the windows that's a solid wall. And that's what you look at straight when you walk in the right, house. Right, right when it's you walk in. It's a big blank wall. Yeah, so like you don't want the TV there. That's not cute, right? Okay, so then if you look to the left, then you're in the kitchen. So she wants to six seat, six, seat six people in here, be able to watch TV and make it pretty. And it's a pass through. <laughs> Go. So she's Rock. torn. She's torn between having where you walk in and you have two sofas that are looking at each other with a coffee table in the middle. So now you have to lay down to watch the TV. Does that make sense? And six people. What are they going to sit three on each sofa and like? Well, that's why she has two chairs yeah. too. Yeah. So then the other one is: do do you do a big sectional? Now we'll eat the whole room, but you can sit everyone, and now everyone can watch TV. Um, so that was that. Pretty big dilemma. I also have an opinion about something else, Cameron. Why does she have two sets of French doors going to that office? You know what I mean? Like, do you really need to use both sets of those? Could we block one set with furniture? All right. That's Wait, but one goes into the office and the other goes into the hallway. No, right? no, these no. Both those go to the two. Office. This goes mm-hmm. into the hallway. Both go mm-hmm. into the office. Yeah. Got it. See. That's, I feel like it makes usability not helpful. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like a symmetry thing to have both the doors, right. but you don't Looks use pretty, both the doors. Right. You could close one off. Mm-hmm. Do you just mean put something in front of it and leave the door? Or do you mean actually no, put No, leave up the drywall? door. Yeah, yeah. put something in front of it. Hmm. All right, Cameron. I mean, Cameron, this is too hard. <laughs> Pass. No, just kidding. You know, I like the lay. I like the idea of the console table because you come in and it kind of creates a, an entry and, mm-hmm. and also kind of separates the kitchen from this living room. I, and I do love a sectional, but... There's four kids, right? So, and then this chair, I'm assuming, swivels over here by the fireplace. Yes. If you're, okay. Um, five people, though, lined up on a sectional is a lot. So, I'm leaning towards this other layout, but I'm wondering if there would be a way to back just a sofa up against the console table and do a couple of chairs. Like, do maybe four chairs. Right. With one. So, she has so a sofa even. now against the console table, so she just needs four, four well, club chairs? The, yes. And I don't know. I know it's 20 by 17, but I'm not sure that space from the opening to the kitchen. So I don't know how many chairs she could mm-hmm. she could get there. But I think, you know, if, if she had a pretty console table here and maybe could stick some ottomans under it. So it kind of you pull those out for extra seating. Um, it obviously idea. wouldn't be like comfortable everyday seating. But if yeah. people ever are watching mm-hmm. a game, that would be good. Um, and again, kind of separates the rooms and makes them feel separate. I think... I think that would be good, but I'm not sure how much room. I think, well, yeah, I think it's 20 from fireplace to kitchen. If right. That makes sense. So, so if you look right. right here in this one shot she has, there's a, there's the bit of the sofa and her chair that she has. There's plenty of room there to put two chairs, two clubby chairs. Mm. Well, and this is a big, pretty big sofa. So I think if she did a slimmer profile. Right. She and was, then. Not such big arms. Right. The arms and are taking up a lot of room. Slipper chairs are really comfortable. And they I don't mean, have to be slipper chairs. She's got a lot of room. <clears throat> but I just mean, like, even the, even a slipper chair is very comfortable. So, well, and that's going to be, like, your most petite. I mean, right. you have to get the right imagine, kind. Though, but if you're turning to the left to watch television in a slipper chair, you probably want an arm or something to put your legs over to lean your back against. 
But do you remember Olivia Brock was on the show and she talked about how she designed. Actually, I don't think you were there. I wasn't there. But she talked about how she designed the slipper chair to be comfortable to where you could sit side I'm trying to sideways 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 in it and like hang your arm over the back so that like it makes it comfortable and you kind of sit for hours though like I have questions would you do if you did like again a console table and a sofa and then you try to do four chairs do you do four chairs of the same do you do two and two I think you do two and two I think you would do two maybe a little bit um more comfortable looking chairs and then two mm. maybe slipper or something a little more interesting and if she didn't mm-hmm. have a ton again i mean i'm assuming this is probably about six five six feet just based on the door size here mm-hmm. from here so then she'd have 14 feet probably from this point on the forward. blank wall so i'm doing the math of, but you know she could do two chairs facing each other that were a little bit larger standard swivels mm-hmm. um and then two chairs, kind of how she's got it here with the one in front of the fireplace. So two smaller swivels that in front of the fireplace. into the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got it. So maybe, you know, mm-hmm. if so they're all trying to watch a movie, we could turn could it, pull around, it around. Right. Mm-hmm. But on a day-to-day, and that's also maybe a little bit more of a formal look. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of, it may, since we've already got the symmetry with both entrances to the office going here, mm-hmm. it might kind of help that, which is really what she's got with the wing chairs mm-hmm. in this picture. But... And adding some, essentially some two more giant chairs. big piece of something on that wall. So, yeah, the big blank wall when you come in is the other, like, what do you I have do? A, I have a question. And we sort of talked about this amongst ourselves. But how often are all six people watching a movie? I mean, I'm not a part Pretty of a Pretty often because they're, they're young. But, but like, Like Friday night, you, Saturday night. family night. Sunday night. Could you <laughs> move, like... On those movie nights, could you move the coffee table and, like, put some – have, like, a real comfortable rug, a nice memory foam rug Mm -hmm. pad, the child I'm always talking about, (laughs) get some floor cushions. Yeah, but, Carolyn, look how high that TV is up on the wall. If you're a little kid and you're on the floor and that TV is up above the fireplace, that's really high. Okay, that's maybe forego the coffee table in general and move like a great ottoman. See, I was thinking she needed a fabric ottoman, too, something that you could push. What's the sleepover? um, The Ballard one that's tufted on the top. It's circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many good ones i don't know i know what's the name the haze yes Mm -hmm. that's a great one Mm -hmm. that'd be good it's Mm -hmm. comfortable and it's circular so So you think circular okay plus it comes as a storage option which is a great idea for her with kids Mm -hmm. they can have throws in there Mm -hmm. i also think that if she puts those back to my obsession with not going in one of these doors um the bigger chairs put over on the wall like you said with the the blank wall and don't worry about being able to walk behind them. Right. You can get deeper chairs. They can, mm. they, you know, mm-hmm. so they're closer. And put, put some lamps and stuff up. Put some back Well, I know there. she was worried about lining the walls with the furniture because we say don't do that either. But it's yeah, okay. Yeah, but she could put some yeah. behind them, like a console mm-hmm. with lamps. And she could do to hold games. a great big um, piece of art on this wall. Or she could frame wallpaper panels, mm. kind of like what I did the, yes. this ones. Um, something like that would be great on this wall. Maybe not those yes. particular. But something... Yes. Um, because That's a good way to do a big. It's an inexpensive way to cover a lot of ground. Um, it's a great idea. And, and well, the two chairs she has in there, could she pull those over and have those be her chairs close to the door, and then do the two clubby chairs on the other side? I'm using the word clubby. I don't know why. I'm just thinking <laughs> fully upholstered, no clubber. wood, no exposed wood. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a club kid. 
she could if those are comfortable she could do that if I they're still, comfortable I think, yeah. though, I think i would find a great little pair of smaller swivels to kind of replace mm-hmm. those wing backs so that they could swivel around Move and around. see the tv because yeah. the kids are small they're gonna love a swivel chair mm-hmm. in this room well and i think you know they might end up on the ottoman or mm-hmm. um i think that might look a little bit more proportional from day in and day out perspective because um those doors, I mean, these wing backs are a little bit in that walkway as it is. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that she could move that console that's currently behind the sofa, pull it in a little bit? Like, it looks like she has a lot of space. Yeah. I so think... she might be able to make a little bit more room in the seating area by pulling the console into the walkway a little more. How much walkway room does she need? 36 inches? What do you need? Well, I usually like four feet, but this is so open to the kitchen on the other side. I think she could probably... Sneak by with 40 inches there because it's going to feel like more than that because you've got this. Yeah, it's huge, not a wall. It's on not the other really side. Okay. a walkway. Yeah. So it looks like she's got probably five feet there. So that would pick up, she could pick up, you know, 18 inches or so. Okay. And so also, that inches. Chesterfield is probably real comfortable, but I it mean, is big. we talk about a lot of times the arm taking up a lot of seat options. And so she probably is losing two feet. Of seating. Just with those arms. Just with the arms. Right. Because each arm is and probably back. a foot. Yes, the back. Yeah, and the back, mm-hmm. too. So I think if, if she pulls the console table back a little bit, um, maybe does a different one where she can, like, tuck something under it, um, and then does a slimmer profile on the sofa, mm-hmm. she'd pick up a lot of space. I yeah. like it. It's a great room. It is a great room. I love the contrast. I love trim. the green. Yeah, too. She mm-hmm. does such a good job. And it looks like the kitchen's beautiful. Like a bluey green trim on, and white walls. It's pretty. And she even painted the fireplace surround green, and yeah. it looks fabulous. It does mm-hmm. look fabulous. Such an unconventional choice. Good job, Karen. <laughs> I still think, you know what? I don't think I ever went to a sleepover growing up where we weren't watching a TV on the floor. Just saying. But that's not your everyday family going to a sleepover. Yeah, you got twelve kids in the room, but like if you're if you've got we did growing up four kids every night you got to sit on the floor. Wouldn't you be irritated? Like you don't have a place to sit in a chair. Yeah, but each kid has to rotate. Whoever gets there first. (laughs) Your point's valid, but they also live in a neighborhood that's very like they have big friend things. You know, like it's a lot of adults too. Yeah. You know, it is. It isn't just again. It's like you know, every other weekend you have some few groups of adults, and you are like, oh crap, how do we all fit for a football game? Or right, right. Yeah. yeah, right. And the kitchen's open to where they can entertain. It's just now. But then that's the space even more small. reason why she should have some floor cushions, because sometimes she might have more than six people. You know what I'm saying? True. She's just she's right, a minimalist. Plus floor cushions. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't look like a floor cushion type. She's a minimalist. I'm the opposite of her. <laughs> I got all those jeans. <laughs> I love it that your sister wrote in that. That's awesome. Betsy, will you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, all that good sure. stuff? Sure, yes. We have a website. It's BetsyMosby.com. And then really probably Instagram's the best way to kind of see our day-to-day, and that's Betsy Mosby Interiors. All right. Thank you for Thank coming Thank you by. for having yeah, me. Yeah, it was great yeah. to meet you. Yes. Thank you. Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Please leave us a review in your podcast app. Five stars. We would like to read it. I'm just going to put <laughs> it out there into the world. like to. Um, of course, you can check out the show notes to this episode. We'll put links to everything we talked about at howtodecorate.com slash podcast and um, send your questions to podcast at ballardesigns.net. We'll answer it on a future episode. 
Follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to enable the how to decorate skill in your Alexa on your Amazon account. Mm -hmm. And I think that's everything. So until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating.